you're on the clock in fantasy football. Who do you take? Who do you stay away from? This is all part of the fun of fantasy football during the draft. Welcome back to Sounds Like Sam. This episode of Sounds Like Sam is brought to you by BullseyeFantasyFootball.com. I will be discussing five players I think fantasy football managers must draft and five players fantasy managers should stay away from. Starting off with my must draft players, the first guy on this list I have is Bills quarterback Josh Allen. This sounds like a gimme, but let other guys take Mahomes, Kyler, Dak ahead of him. If he's available to you in the 4th or 5th round, this is going to be a steal for you. Allen should be the second best quarterback available to you. He was basically the best fantasy quarterback last season, and I think he can do it again this season. Not only do the Bills uh, have they taken the time to give Allen another weapon by adding Emmanuel Sanders, who is still uh, thriving in the league and doing well as a receiver, but uh, with the Bills' run game still not being what it should be, and their low-key, very talented receiving core of Stephon Diggs, Cole Beasley, Gabriel Davis, Emmanuel Sanders, and Isaiah McKenzie, I expect Allen will continue to throw the ball a lot this season. CBS has even uh, been quoted by stating, Josh Allen looked like he was on the doorsteps of an MVP season during the final preseason game for the Bills. Uh, Given his breakout performance last season of 396 passes for 4,544 yards, 37 passing touchdowns, 10 interceptions, 109 rushes for 421 yards, and 8 touchdowns rushing, and everything I mentioned above, Josh Allen is a guy you have to be targeting, and a guy I think you must draft in fantasy football this year. My second guy on this must-draft list of that I've created is Steelers running back Najee Harris. Najee is one of the lead, um, not one of, he is the lead back of the Steelers backfield. I think of all the rookies, he will fare the best this year, not only as uh, running a running back goes and quarterbacks go, but I think just o- o- across the board offensively, he will be the best rookie this season. Not only because I think he's one of the most talented players that was coming from this draft, but because I actually think he's going into a very good situation. Um for him as a player and for uh, the Steelers. Not to mention, uh, it's I, I, I researched it, Harris has one of the easiest running back schedules of this year according to PFF.com. So he's a rookie you just have to take a chance on this year. Uh, if you have and can acquire him in the third round or somehow in the fourth, I think you're getting a great running back too. Uh, I think he'll be a great pick for you this season, and the reason why I I think it's because the Steelers, the, the Steelers are going to try and get him more involved in the run game. Um, I, I know he wasn't involved last year because he was a rookie, but you know they just threw the ball so much last year. I think they're going to try and uh, make it more of a balanced offense than it, it was last season, 
mostly because they did have a really poor offensive line, and I think that's getting better. But, you know, the Steelers did release Jalen Samuels and James Conner, or at least they didn't pick up his contract this year or this offseason. The Steelers also have a history with using a bell cow running back uh, with the likes of Le'Veon Bell, Rashard Mendenhall, Willie Parker, and most recently James Conner. The only thing Harris really uh, has to worry about or had to was Benny Snell, Callan Ballage, and Anthony McFarlane. But as it turns out, McFarlane has been placed on IR and Snell has just looked okay. Ballage had a solid preseason, but to me, I, I just think they won't use him unless, uh, I mean, need be if Harris gets hurt or something. But that's like the only time they would put Ballin or Ballage or Snell in. Um, overall, I really like this pick. I think I have I, I not I think I have a lot of confidence in the Steelers' decision decision making, and you know watching him play not only in college but uh, in the preseason, I think he will be a real difference maker for this team, and the Steelers will get him the ball often. So definitely look to draft him. I look forward to trying to draft him if I can. The third player on my must laugh. Uh, on my must draft list is Cowboys wide receiver CD Lamb. CD has been one, uh, on the other side of a lot of viral catches uh, and receptions this preseason, or at least during uh, the Cowboys practice and camps and whatever. Uh, as everyone knows, Amari Cooper is the wide receiver one in Dallas, but make mo- no mistake, CD is coming for that title and he's coming for it fast. This dude is legit. It's not a matter of time, uh, or it's not a matter of if this guy will be a star, it's when. He already had a really great connection going into uh, his rookie season with Dak during the five games he played with him. Uh, But I think it's just only going to go up from there. So I I know I'm a little bit premature for thinking that he will be out Amari Cooper for the best wide receiver on the Cowboys this season, but... I, I do really have a gut feeling about him, and, uh, you know, I, I just think it, it could happen, and I think it, it will happen, um, and I think he needs to be on your team, and to be honest, I had the same feeling about DK and AJ Brown, um, that, that's why I took both of them last season, um, especially DK, because he was, like, on the side of, like, oh, like, I don't know if he'll be able to get it done, but, you know, uh, he, he did, he, he caught, like, I think, like, 75 receptions, um, people were concerned that he wasn't going to be able to translate very well, and, you know, he did, and it, it's not that, like, any, anybody's worried about that for CD, but it's just that they're so loaded at wide receiver that people are just, like, oh, well, Amari's, uh, always going to be there, but, you know, like, Tyler Lockett was the guy in, for the Seahawks uh, before DK and uh, then when DK came along his rookie year he did okay and then the second year like DK just went off and I feel like that's going to be a similar situation uh, is more to what like DK had with Seattle that's what I think um, is going to happen with CD and Dallas so go watch CD on tape if you don't know what I'm talking about and uh, about the viral catches and 
why I have a gut feeling about it. Uh, see for yourself. And I think Dak is really going to favor him this year. And they're going to throw a lot. And I'm gonna, I think you're going to be sorry if you don't draft C.D. Lamb this year. The fourth player on my must-draft list is Steelers wide receiver Juju Smith-Schuster. Deontay seems to be the wide receiver one on the Steelers now, but Juju Smith-Schuster has been a solid wide receiver for the team for a while now. Juju is still one of Big Ben's favorite targets, and even in his off year, he still managed 97 receptions, 800 plus yards, and 8 touchdowns. He definitely wasn't the same receiver as he was when Antonio Brown was on the team, but he obviously is still getting a lot of targets and is capitalizing on them. The Steelers didn't throw deep to Juju many times last season, but I expect that to change uh, just because I feel like they were kind of uh, transitioning Big Ben to, you know, really shorter routes and trying to get the ball out as fast as possible. So I, I think giving Juju a little bit more leeway with the the longer routes, um, that will really help his numbers in terms of, you know, receiving yards and possibly even touchdowns too, but I think he is still a touchdown target for them. Um, with his current ADP of 7.11, or really the 11th pick of the 7th round, if you are in a PPR or half-point PPR league, I think this is a really great pick for you, especially if you're looking for a wide receiver, uh, like middle round of the draft. Not only will this pick give you depth at your wide receiver spot, uh, but there's a great chance that he could go back to being his old self again, which is why I'm basically targeting him in all my PBR leagues. Now, uh, and it's also not every day you find a wide receiver going in the 7th or 8th round that has proven track record to get 90 plus receptions. So I really do like this pick and I really think you should uh, try and draft him. Uh, and if at least if you don't like his performance, just try and trade him. But I, I think he's going to do well this year. All he has to do is just stop doing those stupid, great TikTok challenges. And uh, he'll he'll be fine. So, uh, yeah. Kareem Hunt is my fifth player on my must-draft list that I'm targeting. And basically every PPR draft. He's one of my favorite targets around the fifth or sixth round in PPR leagues. Uh, really because of his excellent pass-catching abilities. And because the Browns run a really run heavy offense and you know yes the Browns have Nick Chubb who's really the running back one for the team but Kareem is a vital part of this Browns run offense too he is their go-to back in the red zone and I think he's going to be their critical down back because of his pass catching abilities if you went all in on wide receivers in the first couple rounds I do believe that Kareem is a really great pick for you because of how run heavy this Browns offense is as well as the fact that, you know, the Browns have one of the best O-lines in the game. Uh, and again, they like to use Kareem Hunt a lot. And uh, if for some reason Nick Chubb does go down, Hunt becomes the primary running back for the team, just like he did last year. So I've been targeting him as, you know, a flex play or a running back for my bench. But he definitely has the capabilities to be a low to, like, mid-range running back too, if need be. So, um... You also can't forget that, you know, he was a top 10 running back last se last season uh, in PPR. So, uh, I, I think this is a really good pick. Uh, and it, it's a good pick, especially if you're low on running backs. Plus, if you draft Chubb, you definitely need to be drafting Hunt as his handcuff. So, 
those were my five must draft players guys that i'm like super targeting in basically every draft i have uh but for my stay away draft list this is where that begins uh, the first player on my list that i'm staying away from is cardinals running back chase edmonds now chase edmonds will be i think the better running back than james connor during the season but i think that the cardinals are going to be um giving the ball a lot to call to connor this year uh, i feel like they just for some reason don't feel like chase is an every down back and maybe it's because of his size um, and they just like to give him rest and have him for those you know like third down conversion rolls but i just feel like I, I i don't think the cardinals have like super faith in him um like they they do in like a bigger running back like connor um i, I do think he will get a decent amount of receptions but uh you know splitting carries with connor and uh, as another good pass catching back and a bigger body i back i don't think that you know chase will really get his chance uh this this season with the cardinals uh, not to mention, you know, with all the right wide receiver weapons that the Cardinals have with DeAndre Hopkins, Christian Kirk, AJ Green, uh, Randall Moore, the uh, rookie out of uh, Purdue, uh, and I forget the other guy. Who I actually don't think he's that good, but they do have a lot of receiving options, um, and I expect to see a lot out of uh, Kyler and his legs as well as... Uh, DeAndre so uh, I definitely think this is more of a pass catching team than a run team so I just am not targeting him I like other guys better uh, around his range so yeah I'm kind of staying away from him next guy on my list would be Ravens tight end Mark Andrews he's another guy I will be avoiding uh, and you know as talented as a receiver uh, and as a tight end as Mark Andrews is, I just don't think he's going to be as good as he was two years ago again. Um, or I guess last year was just a year ago, but you get what I'm saying. Uh, I would way rather take a top quarterback or wide receiver around where he's currently being drafted. Because to me, I, I think I could just get a, a better tight end three or just as good as one uh, like three or four rounds later, which... To me, um, oh, stomach's crumbling. Uh, to me, that would be a guy like Robert Tanyan, who had 11 touchdowns last year, who was basically Aaron Rodgers' second guy. And this is kind of like a a sixth guy I'm kind of targeting uh, freebie for you. So I talked about it in an, in an article I, I I wrote, but I do really like Robert Tanyan this year. Uh, people are really sleeping on him just because. Aaron Rodgers doesn't like tight ends, but I think he will have a better, if not like a similar year to what Andrews does. He can get him way later. So I am kind of avoiding Andrews because of that. But the other reason is because I think uh, the Ravens just don't really fully believe in Lamar Jackson. Or actually not the Ravens, but I just don't really believe in J Lamar Jackson's passing ability. And I feel like the Ravens coaching doesn't really believe that Andrews is like the go-to receiver on the team either uh, I really feel like that that way just because they're so focused on trying to find Lamar a, a go-to wide receiver and drafting all these guys and uh, I, I don't know I just feel like 
their team is just so run centric and uh, they for some reason just don't think that Lamar is or Mark Andrews is that guy for them um, and to me I'd rather just try my luck with guys like uh, TJ Hawkinson or the Falcons rookie Kyle Pitts uh, before I'd like take a guy like Mark Andrews so um, because I do feel like uh, TJ and Kyle Pitts will be more in uh, pass-centered offenses, whereas Andrews is going to be more in a run-centered offense. And I, I just feel like if there is going to be an opportunity to get a touchdown, it's either going to be a Lamar or he's just going to try and find a wide receiver. So kind of like last year where he slumped, I think he's going to have a, another year of that. But, you know, if not... Um, I'd still rather take other guys than Mark Andrews. Uh, Lamar Jackson, speaking of, is the third player on my don't draft list that I will be staying away from this year. And just like everyone else, uh, I do think Lamar has a lot of potential, but um, he is certainly the he is certainly the fastest player on the field most of the time, and. He is guaranteed to score you a lot of rushing touchdowns and to throw the ball. But uh, the reason, again, why I'm not looking at him is because I like other options better than him. And I don't think his passing game or his wide receiving core has really improved that much. And uh, it's kind of one of those things where, you know, I have to see it to believe it. And uh, I, I think this quarter, this year's quarterback class is just so loaded with other guys that I like better than him that I'd rather take them over Lamar. So, right now he's currently ranked as the quarterback 5 on ESPN's, like, PPR rankings. But, in my mind, I'd rather have guys like Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, and Justin Herbert, who are all ranked lower than he is. Um, and really, that's because I just like how loaded their uh, these quarterbacks' teams are on offense. And for uh, Lamar's ADP of 5.03, or the third pick of the fifth round... I'd way rather take another running back or wide receiver than take uh, and then take another quarterback uh, or, or take one of the other quarterbacks than draft Lamar. That sounded confusing, but I'd basically rather take other people than Lamar at his current ADP. Uh, not to mention that there are more quarterbacks like Ryan Tannehill and Matthew Stafford that could just be as good, in my opinion, if not better. And I, you could get them in the 10th or 11th round of your draft. So Lamar is a great to, is a great guy to watch on the field. He's I really like Lamar, but uh, to me in fantasy, he's just going to do okay. And I think uh, I like a lot of other guys better than he is, uh, than him this season. So I'm kind of staying away from him. Uh, the fourth player on my do not draft list is Browns wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. And if you know me, you know I love Odell. Uh, I think he's great. I think he's really cool. Uh, probably uh, has the most swag in the league. Uh, best hands in the league, probably. And I think he still has the, the skill to compete at a high level. Uh, the problem is, I think he's just a really still risky player. Uh, and I, I think that's really because of his injury history and the team he plays for. And, you know, with the Browns, uh, I'm not saying I love the Browns as a team because I'm, I am, um, I, I just, they're not my favorite team. 
but they are a good team and they are definitely not a bad team they are a very tough team to go against and they have a lot of talented players on that team uh, but i do think they are more focused on the run game than they are the passing game and uh you know and then you get to the point of the, Brown the browns quarterback of baker mayfield he has a tendency to spread the ball around to multiple different different wide receivers uh other over just targeting like one guy so to me odell is the best wide receiver on the field for the browns but with the competition of Jarvis Landry, Ryan, Ryan Switzer, Donovan Peoples Jones, Rashard Higgins, Austin Hooper, and Kareem Hunt, I think you've you've got better options uh, than getting a guy like uh, Odell. But I mean, if you really feel like it, go for it. I mean, I've kind of been on the waiver with, like, on the treading the wire with. Oh, should I go with him? Should I not? But <clears throat> I mostly haven't. So. I have been staying away from him, mostly due to his injury history and the fact that, you know, he's on the offense that spreads the ball around way too much. <clears throat> Lost my voice for a second, but it's all good. The last name on my do not draft list is Rams running back Daryl Henderson. <clears throat> <Ooh. clears> throat> I gotta clear my throat a little bit, but, um, you know, I get it for Daryl. It's a big opportunity for him. Uh, but, you know, uh, I'm not interested in him for one thing, and that's because I think he had the opportunity last year to be the running back one and uh, for this Rams team, and he still really didn't prove himself to be that go-to guy. And, you know, because of that, and they start giving to Akers, and he started doing well. Uh, now Akers has a majority of the carries. But, you know, with Akers out this year uh with his injury and how uh Henderson is supposed to take over for him uh as like the lead back uh where there's reports that you know the Rams like rookie running back Jake Funk a lot and they also just traded for Patriots running back Sonny Michelle so these are two signs to me that just say and scream uh the Rams aren't very confident in either you know Henderson's uh, injury proneness or just like his skill in general that they're he's not gonna fully get the job done all the time so I am looking for other guys um, around him it, it, there are some other running backs I do like a little better than him in PPR uh, it could be a guy like Ronald Jones as well as uh, G JD McKissick or Naheem Hines uh, I'd, I'd probably take uh, e either of them over Daryl Henderson, but yeah, um, definitely looking to draft other options. Um, that was the episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions or comments about who to draft or who to start week one, definitely feel free to contact me at Bullseye Fantasy on Twitter or at Bullseye Fantasy One at gmail.com. And don't forget to subscribe to my podcast, Sounds Like Sam, wherever you get your podcasts, and to check out Bullseye Fantasy Football com for more fantasy football content by yours truly so thank you uh, peace and uh, hope you enjoyed the episode